Okay, so uh, back at it. It is time for the Pistols Firing Podcast with your hosts, yours truly, Carson Cunningham. I mean, he's about as pretty as they get. Joined, as always, by Kyle Porter. When he breaks through and gets in the open, it's over. Gone. The Pistols Firing Podcast starts right now. Welcome to a Thanksgiving edition of the Pistols Firing Podcast. Kyle, what is your favorite Thanksgiving food? I know you're going to be grubbing with the family. Yeah, uh, Thanksgiving food is overrated, like Chick-fil-A. That's that's my corner. Ugh. Yeah. Do you want any more of my takes? I mean, I, I can... I'll listen to the Thanksgiving food being overrated. I will not. I will not listen to Chick Fil A slander. <laughs> uh, is it is it cliche to say to say pumpkin pie? I mean, here's the thing. I don't think so. So, so the weird part about Thanksgiving is that you eat all these foods that like you never have the rest of the year. Yeah, and most of them are like it. It feels like you're doing it more for tradition than because it's actually good. Yeah. But pumpkin pie is good. And you don't really have that any other time of year. So I'm going to go pumpkin pie with like homemade whipped cream. Okay. I'll go with that. I, I'm i like you. I These are not foods that I ever eat. Like if we're being honest, like turkey's pretty dry and mediocre for the most part. But my favorite food is just everything on the plate just covered in gravy. Just give me gravy. I'll put <laughs> gravy on anything. Is brown it like, gravy over everything. Is it okay? I was gonna ask. Brown, white, brown, like, brown okay. gravy on the meat. Brown gravy. No, it can touch. It can touch whatever it wants. I don't care. It, it makes everything better. <laughs> brown gravy on pumpkin pie. Just just load the plate up to where there's food covering every inch, and then just pour gravy everywhere. It's fine. <laughs> and I used to be a real picky eater where I didn't like things touching each other, but I've I've grown out of that. So I go I go brown gravy over everything. Okay. So yeah, that's that's my Thanksgiving take. I mean, I hope everybody has a, have a happy holiday, but uh, we have the mid first five to get to, Kyle. Uh, yeah, we uh, we do. Uh, but and we're going to call uh, we, we, we for people who are new. We uh, we have an annual tradition where we call our dads, uh, but we're not going to do that uh, until the very end. I uh, I'm stalling here because I forgot to pull up my uh, my mid first stuff. Uh, I don't know if you can tell that, but you don't have it stapled to the wall in the shed. I should. It it sh- <laughs> it should be uh, bookmarked like right at the top of my uh, my toolbar. But now we're gonna talk about Midfirst. You can sign up for an OSU credit card at midfirst.com/slash/pistolsfiring. Uh, you can earn points. There's bursar rewards options. You can also sign up and earn a hundred fifty dollar uh, bonus if you sign up for an OSU credit card at midfirst.com/slash/pistolsfiring. Carson, you can use that credit card if you are in the uh, the New York area this evening to go and watch some uh, preseason, or not preseason, but uh, NIT action between Oklahoma State and Syracuse. Pretty excited about that. That's going to be fun. It was really cool seeing Mike Boynton take his team to his old his old gym in Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, when you said New York, I thought you were saying like if you're Chuba and you're in New York, mm. you could just swipe the mid-first card. Good yeah, synergy there. Chuba can just pick up a suit on his way to the downtown athletic club. What, what's the where's the place that they have it? Is it used it? to be at the downtown athletic club. It's uh, God, I've been there. I was there last year for Kyler Murray. I, I can't remember where it is, but what's just the, a hotel. Was, was that trip fun? Do I need to be? Do I need to get excited if Chuba's there? It's weird. It's it's in like Times Square, and it's it's kind of a private style event. They only want like media there, so like. You have no idea the Heisman's going on anywhere. Like you, there's no signs. Like they, they put them up on like the the video boards in Times Square. But that's about it. Like most people have, are just oblivious that the Heisman's going on right there. Yeah, it is weird. It's uh, that's very. And if neat. if your if your guy doesn't win, you don't get to talk to him the night of the award. So like, <laughs> we went to cover Kyler Murray, and like if he hadn't won, we wouldn't have an interview with him that night. That's so, weird. Yeah. Uh, okay, you want to get to the mid first mid first five number one. Yeah, number one, uh, the new playoff rankings are out. I know this doesn't really affect Oklahoma State in terms of you know the actual playoff in the top four, but they hold steady at, at 21st in the college football rankings, which I think is big for the Big 12 in, in order for, I guess, Oklahoma. It improves their resume. I, I think the committee is starting. You know, People have been dogging the committee for how they view the Big 12. Well, OSU's still in the top 25. 
They're 21st. They move Baylor up from 14 to 9, and then OU moves up from 9 to 7. So I think I think the Big 12 is finally getting some respect amongst the committee. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see uh, just sort of how that plays out. I, I think – you know, with Oklahoma State, it's like okay, well, they're they're ranked twenty first in the in the you know playoff rankings. What does that mean for me? It's more about like how does the bowl thing play out because that that's your more pertinent thing. It's like okay, well, they ended up seventeenth or or whatever in the uh, in the rankings. Okay, well, what does that mean for bowl? And you you to just read you the the uh, bowl projections right now. Sure. So we've got CBS Sports, OSU versus A and M in the Texas Bowl. Bring me some more Tex Ags videos to eviscerate. Uh, Brad McMurphy has, Oh, this one's, this is tough. Don't, don't listen. If, if you're, uh, if you don't want to go to a bad bowl, uh, Brett McMurphy has OSU versus Marshall in the Texas bowl. Ugh. Not good. Uh, ESPN has, uh, two different guys projecting and they have OSU versus Notre Dame in the camping world bowl. I'll take that. Let's go. Uh, I hate the camping world bowl. Yeah. But I like, I like the Notre Dame matchup. Uh, it's fun to watch on TV, like going to the Camping World Bowl, like Orlando during the holiday season, flying into that airport is a nightmare. And that's one of the worst run bowls in history. Orlando, uh, I, hope, or, I hope OSU's not in that Orlando one. not during the holiday season is is bad. It's, exactly. It's not a good it's not a good scene. But uh, Banner Society, which is the SB Nation site, uh, OSU, Notre Dame, and the Camping World. And then are you ready for this, Carson? 247, my employer, kind of. A sister site. <laughs> Oklahoma State versus Marcus Arroyo and Oregon in the Alamo Bowl. What? Yes. How could they get to how could they get to the Alamo? Well, their path, this is funny because they need OU in the playoff. They need OU in the playoff. They need to actually lose this weekend uh, <laughs> to get to a better bowl because OU would be in the playoff, Baylor would be in the sugar, uh, and then you got to sort it out between Texas, Iowa State, Oklahoma State, and Kansas State. Well, OSU getting the nod over Texas or Iowa State, I would. I'd, Texas I'd, is six I'd, and five. Yeah, but they're still Texas. Like the bowl would want, like Al, the Alamo Bowl doesn't get to pick Texas well, very often. He, that's true. That's a good point. Because the they're not bowl eligible very often. The argument about Iowa State is that they went last year, right? Oh, and that's so, right. Yeah. And so bring you, a million people there. Do what? They'll bring a million fans. They might just want that again. Yeah, I, I it's it's in play. It's very improbable, um, but I do think OU is going to maybe backdoor into the playoff. So I think I think the conversation is at least like going to be had over the next few weeks. Well, that's a good consolation if OSU were to lose. <laughs> it helps their bowl standing. Yeah, which is it, it's, how dumb is that? Like your conference gets more money, you get more money, and you go to a better bowl if you lose Bedlam than if you win it. Get out of here. That's that's a that's a dumb system. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, number two, since we're on the playoff, who would you uh, if everyone wins out? Who's your top four? Uh, Ohio, in terms of the in terms of the teams in the top, you know, six. Yeah. Uh, Ohio State, LSU, and Clemson are locks, right? Yeah. That, like that's just gonna happen. Um, I think if the if everybody wins out, I might go Utah. Yeah, I mean Utah is is just pounding teams, but their lone good win was what USC. Yeah. I mean, I guess they'll, they'll beat Oregon, but Oregon's, you know, that won't be as good of a win. Oregon will have two losses, three losses, whatever. Well, so are, losses. are you saying LSU would have beaten Georgia? Yeah, I'm I'm assuming LSU wins out, Ohio State, Clemson. Those three are in. I think it, it obviously comes down to an argument between Alabama, Utah, and Oklahoma. I mean, Oklahoma's resume is going to be better than Alabama and Utah's. The question is, will there be Oklahoma fatigue amongst – not just the committee, but just the general public. I think that matters. Well, I th- and I think that I think what's going to happen is they'll look at the and this is why the Big Twelve narrative thing. This is why we holler about it because it comes up in spots like this, and you're like, I don't know, you beat you beat Baylor in the Big Twelve title, okay? Baylor's good. Baylor Baylor Baylor's a good team. Yeah, and like you know, I I saw the thing that did you tweet it out or maybe Eddie did about how like. Texas gets counted as a good win for LSU, but not for Baylor. And you're like, what? Or OU, yeah. Yeah, like what? 
Like, get, get out of here, you know? Um, I don't know. I it, it's it's hard. This is why this is what makes it good, but it's also what makes it silly. Is that you're like, are they going to put Bama in, even though they didn't win their division and they're without their you know quarterback? Are you going to put? I I hope Georgia beats LSU because then you've got all kinds of just it's a mess. Utah doesn't have a good win, Kyle. They lost to USC. Um, they beat Arizona State is probably their best win. That, nope. that, that that's not getting you in the into the playoff. Now, obviously, this is assuming they beat Oregon, but I'm sorry, Oklahoma would have beaten a ranked Oklahoma State and another and a top ten Baylor going into the playoff discussion. I what just, if uh, what and it's if, Oklahoma's helmet against Utah's. How often? Are, how how many times have we discussed this? Like that's yeah. that's a no contest. But Jalen Hurts too. The the Jalen Hurts factor, the Oklahoma factor with the TVs and eyeballs, like. To me, that I, I think OU gets in pretty easily. If yeah, that's the I think I think you're probably right, and and I think this is why. I mean, this is what I, I wrote about on uh, on pistols firing is this is why I think OSU has a real shot at the Alamo Bowl because I think OU's probably going to backdoor their way in. And I didn't. I obviously have not looked at U- Utah's schedule. I'm not on the playoff committee. If you didn't know, it I think, stinks because the Pac-12 stinks. Well, I think what's interesting. What if what if like Minnesota wins out? What if Minnesota beats Wisconsin, beats Ohio State? Uh, I think they're in. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. That's, that's not. They're losing this weekend to Wisconsin. Yeah, I know. So. What? Why? Why? Why shouldn't Baylor be in? If they went out, they should. And like, if I'm a Baylor fan, I'm just like screaming at the, my TV every <laughs> every Tuesday, like. Uh, Eddie also tweeted, it was great having Eddie on the podcast earlier this week too, but he tweeted like Joey Galloway and Jesse Palmer were concocting their top like fives or their, their playoffs. And then there was like a pool in the middle. Baylor wasn't even in the pool. It was like Florida and Wisconsin instead of Baylor. Of that's, <laughs> and, and that's where the big 12 narrative comes in. It's just, it's anyway, we can move on. We don't need to holler it's, about it's this. Done. Uh, this was awesome. Uh, number three. You know, we've we've talked about doing a rewatchables ringer style on OSU basketball games, but Marshall Scott, your Generation Z intrepid reporter, did a rewatchables of the 1988 Bedlam game, an all-time classic with Barry Sanders, Hartley Dykes, and unfortunately Brent Parker. Um, one thing that stood out to me, Kyle, was he posted a, a GIF of Hartley Dykes making a one-handed behind-his-back circus catch from Gundy. And it made me think, like, okay, next time I'm I'm discussing the hierarchy of OSU wide receivers, I need to give Hartley a little more respect. Yeah, it's filthy. I'm watching it right now. This, by the way, this film looks like it was from like 1888 instead of 1988. <laughs> uh, it's yeah, Marshall's awesome. He did an amazing job with this. People uh, people love it too. The people people are really enjoying it. We should do a rewatchable at some point. We should. Maybe, maybe we'll watch the 2011 Bedlam game just to get on a better, a little better vibe. Yeah, and somebody game, game actually won. Somebody in the chamber said how many. So they brought out who was it? Uh, Robin Ventura, John Smith, and <laughs> this is so cool. There were so many cool little nuggets in this. Uh, Kenny Monday. They were all honored for winning gold medals at the '88 Olympics. So they bring him out during. I think it was halftime, <laughs> and somebody said, somebody. So pokes by ninety in the chamber said. Uh, how many schools can say, hey, we should honor our three Olympic gold medalists at halftime of our rivalry football game? That's the biggest flex in the history of college football. <laughs> it really is. It's it's incredible. To, to a lesser extent, I think in 2011, they brought out like Garth Brooks, Robin Ventura, and Barry Sanders in their letter jackets for like homecoming. Yeah. That was a big flex too. But yeah, fresh off gold medals is is the ultimate flex. But if, if this doesn't sum up OSU's history in Bedlam, I don't know what will. You know, Marshall kind of summed up the article. He said, so let's look at all the things that didn't go OSU's way in the final minutes. OU fumbled twice but recovered both. OU's quarterbacks got hit so hard by its running back that he got a first down. OSU gets a 15-yard penalty for talking smack in the final minute of a rivalry game. OSU drops a pass in the end zone just to win the game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that it, all happened in the last, like, minute of the game or two minutes of the game. It's, it's not yet. Pokes by 90 also, want, he, he said, uh, I would definitely love more of these for football and basketball. Maybe during March you could do uh, notebooks or rewatchables on the final four runs, Rutherford's 45 and Allen Fieldhouse, uh, the 2011 A&M football game. I mean, we could we could go all day, Carson. Yeah. It'd be awesome. So good. It'd be that's great. a good that's a good content thing for when things are slow, maybe yeah. summertime. It's great. 
Uh, okay. Sign me up. Number four, keys to the game. I've got I've got my one thing. What what are you thinking about this? Yeah, I mean, obviously turnovers. Like, I'm not going to go there because it's just too obvious. Like, we all know Oklahoma State's forced a ton. We all know Jalen Hurts has, has given the ball up. That, that really is – if OSU is going to win this game, and I think they have every chance to win it outright, that's going to play a factor. But I think even bigger than that, just on a play to – or a drive-by-drive basis – just whoever's able to, to extend drives on third down or get stops on third down is going to be key to this game. Oklahoma's exceptional at it. They're fifth in the country on offense, converting third downs. Uh, they're 13th in the country on defense, getting off the field on third down. That, to me, it's going to come down to third down throughout this entire game. Whoever is able to extend drives, and I think that's what the one concern or the biggest concern I have for Oklahoma State is Jalen Hurts is so good at just, if it's a pass play, keeping it, or the play action where they fake like it's going to be a pass and the quarterback run. It's so hard once he starts getting downhill to keep him, you know, behind the chain or, you know, getting the first down. So third down defense, third down offense for me. OSU's in like the 50s on both, on offense and defense. They're, they're pr- pretty average at it, but they've made up for it in turnovers. But that's the biggest key for me. I think it's, uh, <clears throat> I think it's a deep ball. So I think because Jalen Hurts is Jalen Hurts, because Chuba Hubbard is Chuba Hubbard, I think that whichever team's able to to go deep, whether that's CeeDee Lamb, whether that's Braden Johnson, I will be screaming from the rooftops on Saturday night if Braden Johnson catches like a 75-yarder for a touchdown. But I just think if you can go deep – on one of these defenses it just opens things up a little bit just a little bit for chuba for jalen hurts for for because they both want to run it right they both want to run it every time like if if lincoln riley and mike gundy like if you sat them down and said what do you you know you get 75 plays what do you want to do they'd both say i want i mean basically like i want to run it 75 times i mean that's that's their desire and so if you can open that up just a little bit, like make make people think just a little bit about going deep, and I think Hertz can do that. I mean, we talked on uh, Tuesday about how he's top ten in the country in terms of deep deep ball passing yards. I don't know if Drew Brown can do it. I I think he can. We saw it a little bit against Kansas, but uh, whoever hits on a couple of those, I think I think that for me is the big key on on Saturday. Totally agree. I think Drew Brown's capable. I loved the attitude Mike Gundy had on Monday. I hope he comes out. You know, like, all we've ever asked in this game is treat this like a kitchen sink game. Let it all hang out. Run a trick play. Throw it deep. Don't don't just hand it to Chuba off tackle from a jumbo set all day and expect to win the game. That's not happening. Jumbo I mean, you can't, set. You can't do that against Oklahoma. Um, now... They've had some success. Iowa State had success with three tight ends on the field at the same time. So I'm not saying that. I'm just saying don't come out conservative. That, that to me, along with third down defense, is the, is the biggest key. Yeah. Uh, okay, prediction time, number five in our mid-first five. What do you got? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Oklahoma State can win this game. I, I really do. I haven't thought that. I obviously didn't think that last year. Uh even with Mason Rudolph against Baker Mayfield, I truly didn't wasn't a believer. But uh, I think they can win this game. The question I have is, can they stop Jalen Hurts on third down? And I just I think he'll pick up enough and score just enough points to win the game late. And I'm picking OU by three. I got him winning 31-28. I think it's gonna be a close game. I think it's gonna be a classic. Uh, I know that's that's a lot of points for two two defenses that have played well. I just think. These are just two really well-coached teams to where I think they'll, they'll scheme it up enough to get some points on the board. I do not think Oklahoma State can win, uh, much like the Ryder Cup. I refuse to pick Oklahoma State because I don't want to – because I just don't – they're not going to win. They don't win. They don't win Bedlam. The, history tells me they do not win Bedlam when there's something real at stake for OU. And OU's got the playoff to, uh, to get to. They've got a Big 12 title to get to. I think I think OU is going to route Oklahoma State on Saturday, 37, mm. 37 to twenty. They don't route anybody. Well, they haven't played Oklahoma they State yet. They haven't they haven't covered in four or five weeks. So I hope you're wrong. I think it's gonna be a good game. I hope I'm wrong too. This might be a reverse jinx if if <laughs> if uh, if you believe in such a thing. Yeah. <laughs> 
All no, I, I think all, it's gonna be fun. All I'll say is that we've got some we've got some shirts that we've. Uh... Well, they're gonna need they're gonna need Chuba to run wild. That's 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 a key. Chuba uh, one sixty eight for two thousand. One sixty eight. What if he gets? If he what, has that by halftime, they'll be in good shape. What if, what if he gets like one seventy? He gets like, uh, like not sacked, but he gets a he takes like a six yard loss on a run, and you're like, wait, wait, wait a second, like he's back below two thousand. Yeah, get in the ball. <laughs> no, but yeah. I want to see. I want to see some wrinkles. I want to see Drew Brown keep the ball. I want to see Chuba and like the Wildcat in the goal line. Yeah. just to, just to mess with him. I yeah. want to see. Kitchen sink. Well, That's here, all I care about. Here's the thing. Like, Gundy, the last couple of years, we've talked about it. Like, he's 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 gone for it, right? Like, 17 was all time. Like, just yep. unbelievable. Like, they just let him go. And last year, went for two. Let He, he let him go. He let, he let Corn throw deep. Uh, he let Tyron be Tyron. I wish they still had Tyron. Um, they could have used him this year. So, I don't think it's going to be a Gundy problem. I just think they're... I just think they're out class, and I think Drew Brown is going to be asked to do stuff that he's just not capable of doing on Saturday. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, okay, uni preview. Let's go. Brought to you by Chris's University Spirit, your one-stop cowboy shop on Campus Corner, and be sure to shop online at chrisuniversityspirit.com. What do you got, Carson? Well, first, don't you wish they could go color versus color like UCLA and USC yes, did last week? every year we talk about this. Like, how good would, would uh, all black against – OU's home combo look again the crimson and again black awesome looks so good or even I don't know if the orange and crimson's too close I don't know I'd like to have to see it to believe it but um I would love to see that but that's clearly not going to happen uh I'm going with a the last time OSU beat Oklahoma in Stillwater they wore mm. black orange black I'm gonna go with that although I'm gonna use the they can't wear the Ed Hardy helmet just one time this regular season they, they spent all that time reworking them they're gonna wear them again <laughs> Uh, they're going to go with their Ed Hardy helmet, orange jersey, black pants, although I could definitely see them just going back to all black. It's, it's such a tried and true combo, but I'm going I'm going Bob, black, orange, black. I like that. I think that's really good. Here's my pick. I think they're going, uh, I think they're going all orange. Ooh. I think they're going to go all orange with the Texas helmet, the helmet okay. from the Texas game. They've been holding that one in the, uh, the chamber, pun intended. Yes. I think that's what they go with. I, I, I'm sort of picking that because you. I think I think uh, black orange black is a really good pick, but uh, yeah, I'll go all orange. I'll say they do it. That would be <laughs> the olds would love it. Just oh my god, all the orange, orange power, <laughs> orange to the bone, orange to the bone. You know Baylor did that to success last week. They went all yellow and beat the heck out of Texas. Yeah, so. we were watching that, and I kind of liked it. And my wife was like, "That is atrocious." That, that is, was horrible. That's awful. I kind of liked it. I, I agree with Jen. Look like bananas out there. <laughs> the Baylor bananas against Texas. Okay, let's call our dads. My dad's first up. He uh, he's seen some things over his years. They both seen some things. They're gonna be. Uh, we we're gonna ask him about Terry Miller. We're gonna ask him what they expect this weekend. Let's call it pops. Um, you wanna talk some some bedlam? Carson's here. All right. Hey, Carson. Welcome back to the pod. Annual tradition. Can't wait. <laughs> okay, well let's let's uh let's just jump in. Let's go uh just off the top. Chuba Hubbard, where does he rank in all time uh Oklahoma State running back history? You've seen all the running backs over the years, the last forty years of OSU running backs. Where do, where do you rank him behind who is he behind? Who is he in front of? How does he rank? I'd have to rank him probably three. Yes. Behind uh, Sanders and Thomas. Ahead of Terry Miller? Well, Terry, I mean, just because... uh, (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I've seen those guys play in the pros, so I'm kind of hedging... Um, I mean, I, I I might put him above Thurman if I mean we're only going to get to see the guy fourteen games or something, you know. It's <laughs> um, I, I mean, I guess I, I'd put him three. I don't know what he's going to do in the pros, but I'd put him three right now uh, above Miller. 
What about the uh, the wow factor with Chuba? It, it was there, is there a little bit of Barry when you when you watch him play, just with the in terms of the speed and just the, the get out of your seat excitement level? Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and I, 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 a lot of times it looks like he's just gliding to me. Yeah, I mean, he he just and, and he just accelerates. Uh, he he's run a couple uh sweeps that really didn't have much outside blocking and he he just outruns the defenders i mean i mean you can pick up 10 yards on that <laughs> no blocking um yeah he's good um fun to watch gonna miss him uh how are you feeling about this weekend you, like Carson's dad, have uh, have seen some things over the years. It's been tough at times. Um, what, what, are your, what are your expectations with Drew Brown in, Tylen out, Sanders out? What, what are you expecting? I, my expectations are to have no expectations. I mean, there's – I mean, I haven't gone into one game this year just feeling like, oh, you know, we're, we're going to win this by – at least three touchdowns or we're going to lose this by three touchdowns. I mean, I have no, I have no idea what, I just don't have a feel for the team. I mean, I think they're pretty good, but OU's pretty good. Um, could come down to turnovers. Hello? Oh, I didn't. I thought you were still going there. Uh, <laughs> uh, when's the last time you can remember an OSU team being like a defensive first team? I mean, they've won the last three or four games just by playing defense and, and playing it pretty close to the vest. Do, do you have to go back to like the, the Pat Jones era and like the, the mid '80s? What 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 what, do you, what, bring, what comes to mind? Gosh, I don't. I don't even back then. I'm not sure. I mean, Mark, those Mark Moore teams. What is that? 80, 84, 85. Uh, they they were pretty good defensive teams. But I mean, I I just remember, you know, the year when was it? Barry's junior year, and uh, I think we led the nation in scoring. But we were like 113th in defense. I mean, if we'd had any kind of defense, you know, could have won the national championship. I mean, we could score on anybody. We scored on OU, scored on Nebraska. Just didn't stop anybody. I, I really don't. I mean, maybe Pat Jones, maybe that was about, what, 82 to 84, somewhere in there. Do you have any Drew Brown takes? What do you think about him at West Virginia? Oh, I thought he played. I mean, about as good as a kid to play based um, on the circumstances. I mean, he. Yeah, I, I, I thought he played really well. And they probably didn't open up the playbook much for him. It didn't look like it to me, but. Um, I, I thought he played really well. What's the one key you're kind of looking at? Kyle and I kind of gave our our one key. We're kind of looking at what will kind of determine this game. Besides turnovers, I guess, what do you think is the one thing that OSU has to do well to, to win this game? The obvious stop hurts. <laughs> I mean, it, it's kind of like Gundy said. I mean, they're – they're running a wishbone disguised as a spread. Do you I mean, think they, I, I'm not. Do you think they can stop Hurts? Boy, I don't. <laughs> I don't think. I don't think we've been very good at stopping. I mean, notoriously, we haven't been good at stopping running quarterbacks. I mean, I, what what did uh, what did Brewer get on us? He he had what seventy or eighty yards rushing, something like that. And yeah. He's not, re- he's not really a running quarterback. Uh, 
in that uh, scholar Thompson, whatever his name, Thompson from that guy. Is he like a fifth year senior? He's only a junior somehow. He's only a junior. I looked it up. I, it stunned me. Gabe Lindsay. Another year. Yeah. He's, he's, he's there. Like he's been there yeah, exactly. Uh, who's your who's your yeah. guy this year? Yeah. You always have a guy. Well, is it still my, is it still Stoner? Yeah, you know my guys. You know my guys. Stoner <laughs> and Rodriguez. Those are my guys. <laughs> is it because is it because uh, Rodriguez is a former wrestler? You like those wrestlers? I bet like Gundy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the the guy is. I mean, how many linebackers, maybe I'm not looking at everything, but how many linebackers are like six foot 220? I mean, (laughs) is there a bunch? Not many. uh, You know, every time time you look up, he's made, you know, he's got 11 tackles, 10 tackles. He he what he's got to be in the top, well top five or six and tackles in the Big Twelve, I would think. Yeah, yeah. he's been he's been really good. Him and uh, Ogbong Bamiga uh, and Trace Ford. I mean they they've all been they've all been really impressive. Um, I guess we'll we'll get you out on two things because we got to get to Carson's dad and Carson's got to go do his actual job. But uh, one. Your stance on Gundy, we always get a State of the Union from you guys on on your Gundy position. I think I know what it is, but just want an update. <laughs> and then a prediction for uh, for Saturday night. Well, I mean, uh, I don't know what you want me to say about Gundy, but I mean, can you argue that he hasn't done a good job this year? Uh, no, you can't. I don't think. I mean, I, I, you know, I guess I'm, I'm not, I'm not that much surprised that we're where we're at right now. Um, I, I just think, you know, everybody gets on Gundy about, well, he doesn't do this, he doesn't do that, doesn't, you know. Conservative, blah blah, you know, but he wins games. <laughs> now he hasn't won the OU game consistently, <laughs> but he does win games. So the last, so de- I, yeah, <clears throat> the last decade. Can I read you the um, the top teams in terms of wins? The top FBS teams. So sure. Al- Alabama has a hundred and twenty-three in the last ten years. Ohio State one fifteen. You get on the list. Clemson, OU, Wisconsin, LSU, Oregon, Stanford, Georgia, Florida State, Oklahoma State. Those are your top 11. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a list. It's impressive. <laughs> it's got so, 20, yeah. Go ahead. 24 more than Texas over the last 10 years. <laughs> well, that, that, yeah. Mired at losing at least four games a year for a decade. Yeah. yeah. Looks like looks like Pops follows Eddie Radosovich on Twitter. Okay, give us your um, <laughs> give us your prediction. We gotta we gotta hit Carson's dad. I got. Uh, I'll go with uh, thirty-seven, thirty-six. Pops. <laughs> okay. Oh, nice. Thirty-six. <laughs> I, I I don't know how how OU's getting to thirty-six. The Marcus Smart game. <laughs> That's great. Okay. Hey, Dad, thank you. Uh, we will hopefully sure. see you tomorrow. Um, yeah. I we're hope still, so. Well, we're still, we're, we're kind of up in the air right now. But uh, anyway, te- text me and I'll let you know. All right. Okay. okay. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, Carson. All right. Thanks, Carson. All right. Bye. See ya. Okay. Uh, <laughs> he's the <laughs> best. <laughs> he just uh, 
He's got he d- that that moves at his own pace, speed. You know, he's got the <laughs> he's he's moved on to grandpa life. He's got all your all your grandkids coming for Thanksgiving. He's he, going he's, at his own speed. He's kind of like Kawhi, right? <laughs> Where you're like, are you a are you a hundred? Are you hundred percent? Are you going? <laughs> and then and then he'll yeah he'll just yeah I I feel like he could have gone like twenty minutes on the Texas thing, which would have been hilarious. <laughs> He's also like Kawhi in that, like, he'll give you a literal answer. Like, like, you're like you know, like, Kawhi, how'd you make that shot? He's like, well, they, they passed me the ball, and I took the shot, and it went in. And I was like, well, what's the key of the game? He's like, stop hurts. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, did, have you seen the clip of Dustin Johnson talking about how to hit a fade? Yeah. So <laughs> well, you just, it, you just fade it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It. <laughs> uh that was great i'm looking forward to uh to seeing them tomorrow okay we're gonna call your dad now and uh get this thing wrapped up want to take a quick break and thank mid first bank once again they're the jd power highest satisfaction score award winner for the second year in a row and they're the oklahoma reader's choice awards best bank for the sixth year in a row and the best mobile app for the second year in a row so uh, props to them. They, uh, unlike OSU and Bedlam, have been winning a lot recently. You can bank with a winner, midfirst.com slash pistols firing. Check out your OSU credit card there. Get signed up, earn that $150 bonus, and let's get back to the podcast. Dad, you're on the pod. What's up? Oh, not much. Just sitting there watching a soccer game. <laughs> Who's playing? Liverpool and Napoli, Champions League. Okay. Is that, a, is that a bedlam appetizer? No, it's just the only thing on on a Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we want to talk some bedlam with you as, as annual uh, tradition. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, before we get to bedlam, just what's your take been on the uh, the uniforms this year? You're always pretty critical <laughs> of the, the helmet selections, but they've... They've gone to the brand, you know, in years past for listeners that are new, you, you said, just give me the brand. They've given you the brand a lot this year. You've been pleased with their, uh, their helmets. This I've year? been, I've been very satisfied this year with the uniforms, uh, especially the helmets. I mean, I still don't like the, the Paisley helmets. That looks kind of stupid, but, <laughs> uh, I'm, uh, you know, they've done a good job. Uh, the brand the badge i'm good with either one of those i i was always a brand guy but i'm kind of i'm you know the badge is kind of growing on me but it's still second place and you don't like you don't like pete at all in any form right i don't want to see pete ever on a helmet <laughs> it can be on the uniform but not on the helmet especially those weird peets where it's like the whole damn head <laughs> Those are a little. Those are a little strange. If you're wondering where I get my, how I got my uni uniform takes, listen no further. <laughs> the whole damn head. But yeah, Mr. they've uh, they've had some really good ones. Mr. Cunningham, thanks for coming on. Um, well, hello, Kyle. How's the new baby? I, she's she's good. She's a little sick right now, but we're we're getting through it. Um, well, yeah, they're, yeah, they're always sick when they're new. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's true. Um, I forgot what I was going to ask you. We're talking about my kids now. Uh, t- you, Carson said you have Chuba takes. Give me your give me your spiciest Chuba take. Well, I don't. Uh, I have a Chuba take. Yeah, just opinions on Chuba. Like, what what what's your? Is he the best to ever do it? Is he is he going to win the Heisman? What what where do you stand on uh, Chuba right now? Well, he's not going to win the Heisman. Uh, I think the quarterback from LSU pretty much has that locked up. Uh, I think he should go to New York. If he didn't go to New York, he pretty much got jobbed. Uh, he's very good, very good. Uh, he's uh, easily, easily top four in OSU history. Who's your top four? Uh, obviously, Barry's one, Thurman's uh, two. I got uh, Chuba and uh, my all-time favorite Terry Miller in the three hole, three A and three B. Here we go. Now you're just you're just trolling us with the old take of Terry Miller. You don't Terry Miller's not like your fav, one of your all-time faves. You're just you're just trying to mess with us, aren't you? No, 
did, I listened to your pod yesterday. I, I was expecting this Terry Miller versus Cuba Hubbard question, so I did some research. Okay. <laughs> let's let's hear what you've uncovered. Where do you think Terry Miller stands on the all-time OSU rushing? Oh, I, I think he's second behind Thurman. Yes, he is. Good man, Kyle. Yeah, there's something to be said for longevity, I guess. But in terms of American, uh, that's pretty good. In the Heisman voting, junior year, second in the Heisman voting, his senior year, and only lost out to Earl Campbell. That's not bad. Oof. Dad's swaying me here, Kyle. This is this is tough to hear. I mean, three-time All-American is nothing to to scoff about. I think it's two-time All-American. Two-time All-American, second in the Heisman, and fourth in the Heisman. Did Pappy Waldorf redshirt him, even though he was going to go pro? (laughs) I don't know who Pappy Waldorf is. (laughs) He coached OSU in like the 30s and 40s. I wasn't alive then, so. Yeah, there you go. No, I'm just saying, I think if Cuba will stay one more year and knock off another couple thousand, he'll have about... 47, 4,800 yards, and I would probably move him above Terry Miller into the three-hole. I don't think I can go past him. This all all sounds like just a setup, just a plea for Chuba to stay one more year. Well, I think there's a 50-50 chance he might. Mm. But, I mean, I don't know the guy. I've never talked to him, but... uh... (laughs) You don't don't talk to Chuba much? (laughs) No. I don't, (laughs) you know. Well, to your I point, even, I don't even I don't even follow him on Twitter. So, <laughs> <laughs> to your point, I think I think Mel Kiper came out and said he's a, a day two draft pick. Now, I don't know if that means like second or third round or or what, but if he gets that on his card, you know, maybe there is a chance he comes back. But I'm still dubious. But uh, Dad, just how you feeling about uh, this game? There, Sorry, go ahead. There are so many positions drafted that aren't running backs that yeah. uh, and running backs aren't the you know, they're not as important as they used to be in the pros. I mean, to go second round as a running back's not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Well, how are you feeling about this year's game, Dad? I mean, uh, obviously Jalen Hurts and OU is trying to get in the playoff. OSU's played really well defensively. Just uh, how are you feeling about this one coming in? I feel pretty much like I usually feel in Bedlam Week. Not very good. <laughs> and why is I mean, that? I, well, I mean, just be realistic. I mean, I've, uh, what is it, 88 to 18? I mean, that's all you got to say. That's, uh, we don't do very well in this game. Even when we are as good as them or sometimes better than them, we don't do very good in this game. Uh, Squinky shows up. Mm. Squinky. <laughs> we were just talking about that. that with the no, I hadn't. <laughs> we were just... Uh, you know, one of Kyle's guys rewatched the '88 game and posted about it on the on the blog, and just the amount of things that went wrong in that '88 game down the stretch was uh, very squinky like. But uh, maybe they'll avoid that this yeah, year. Yeah, I, I read that this morning. It brought, it brought back some great memories. <laughs> <laughs> well, to to your point though, I, I mean, we were just talking with my dad. If you look at the last decade, the four best teams in college football are Alabama, Clemson. Uh, Ohio State and OU and OU is is performing at a level that is above what they've performed historically and they've been unbelievable historically they're a top you know whatever five program of all time so it's kind of unfortunate for OSU that that their best decade ever OSU's best decade ever unequivocally is the 2010s and it and it coincided with a time when OU is re- is is even even better than they usually are. So it, it just, I kind of feel for the their program in terms of like those two sure. things happening at the same time. Well, it's like the '80s when Pat Jones was up there. We had some really good teams, but we never beat them once in the '80s, not once. Even when we had Barry Sanders and Thurman Thomas. You know, probably yeah. the best decade of OSU football other than the last ten is the '80s. Uh, you know, we had some. There was a couple times when we played OU when both of us were like top four teams. Yeah, and we still, you know, I mean, the bottom line is OU is OU. They're a they're a blue blood in football. They always have been, other than the, you know, four four or five year gap there in the nineties when they kind of went, you know, out to lunch for a little bit. But 
they're just good. I mean, they're like Kansas in basketball, Kentucky in basketball. I mean, you're just not going to beat them very often. Uh, we beat them 18 times in 120 years or whatever it is. So, I mean, I'm, I'll be watching, I'll be pulling for us, but you know, I'm not going to bet any money on us. <laughs> well, with that, with that being said, uh, can I get your, uh, your pick on the game before we get you out of here? Uh, I, I thought about that. I, I'm going 38 to 20. That's about like Kyle's pick. Wasn't that what you picked, Kyle? I said 37-20. <laughs> wow. You guys are on the I, same I page. I was going to say 37-20, but I thought, well, that's three field goals. and that would, you know, I'm going 38-20. That's my pick. And, if, and you know, if Jalen Hurts turns into the Jalen Hurts of the last three weeks, uh, then, you know, we've got a real chance that we've got to have some help. And he's been awfully kind to his opponents the last three or four weeks, but, you know, since it's Bedlam, I'm sure he'll go up there and play the perfect damn game. <laughs> it's it's a tough scene. I feel I feel for all of us. We've seen some just, I mean, 2012 OU led for zero minutes and zero seconds and somehow won the game. I mean, it's just. I know. I mean, I was there when they they onside kicked off her helmet. It's I mean, how bizarre is that? <laughs> I mean that. I mean those things just happen. Yeah, you know, they were talking about in that blog this morning about, you know, how uh, the quarterback fumbled it or something and they the back ran into him and knocked him for a first down. That's not the only time that happened. <laughs> that happened one time with Jamel Holloway where he fumbled it on fourth and two and picked it up and ran for three. <laughs> like, that's a pretty good it's uh, a pretty good recall there, Kyle. I think he's seen some things. Yeah, we've all seen some things. Hey, thanks for coming on. Uh, I know that that you uh, listen sometimes, and uh, yeah, we always oh, appreciate I all the time. I I listen to every one of your podcasts. I'm a that's, I'm that's a pistol awesome. firing guy. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get you some merch. Get you some shirts from Christmas. Uh, I, I got, got it. Me. I got I got some t-shirts. Oh, great! Well, he wears them around the house. I've seen him rocking the PFB stuff. I'll we'll have to get him you, a get him some him more a, wear. Yeah, I'll send him a coupon code so you can get some more stuff. Well, I figure you give Carson enough free stuff, he can just loan me some stuff. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't give him anything free, actually. I probably should. I wouldn't give it to him either. I'd make him pay for it. Hey, enjoy the soccer game. Try to enjoy Bedlam, and uh, we'll talk again oh, soon. Oh, I'll enjoy it. I, I enjoy watching them. I just usually don't like the outcome. Thanks, Dad. We'll see you at Thanksgiving. Appreciate it. All right. See you later. Okay, a uh, couple things here. One, your dad came with notes. He came prepared. That was awesome. I I don't even come with notes half the time. He might have swayed me on the Terry Miller debate. Uh, yeah, he was. He was. Uh, he He's was pretty damn good. He was ready. Yeah, I mean, second and fourth in the Heisman's awesome. Yeah, that's an all timer. So, although I think the argument could be made. I mean, if Chuba finishes fourth or fifth this year and then leaves, you could easily argue that he would finish top three and whatever um <clears throat> the other thing i was just texting you about this both of our dads say we which is something that we've had to after having gone there like not do like try not to do <laughs> and uh so it's funny to talk to because usually we're talking to either a like someone who works for the university or another media member and so we, when Mike Holder says it makes sense, and then <laughs> Eddie Radosevich doesn't say we about, you know, OU or whatever, but to hear our dad say we is the best. I love it. Oh, they're, they're in it. They're, yeah. they're part of the team. Yeah, it's, it's great. If you've been following OSU that long, like, that's it's part of your family. You're watching your family out there. So, And then also, I think I just compared my dad to Kawhi, which is, uh, <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but that's, that's, uh, that's where I'm at. So. <laughs> My dad's kind of like Shaq, I guess. He's he, he comes he comes with prepared notes and and one-liners. <laughs> okay, let's uh, Carson. Let's hear it one more time from Chris's University Spirit, and we'll come back, wrap up our Bedlam Week podcast, head on to Thanksgiving, and uh, end this show. 
Chris's University of Spirit on Campus Corner in Stillwater, Oklahoma is proud to be your one-stop cowboy shop since 1986 and proud sponsor of this podcast, Pistols Firing. They specialize in custom-printed Oklahoma State apparel and merchandise and pride themselves on their excellent customer service. They also offer a full line of custom Greek apparel and can even outfit your Little League team head-to-toe. They're located at the corner of 3rd and Knobloch on Historic Campus Corner. You can follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And be sure to shop online at chrisuniversityspirit.com. Shop Stilly, shop Chris's University Spirit. Okay, Carson, any parting thoughts after talking to our dads? Bedlam on deck, Saturday night. <laughs> oh, they're both in prime form. I mean, I don't think either of them think they have any, OSU has any chance to win. I think you're on the same page with them. I'm stating that for the record, on uh, Wednesday, November 27th, OSU can win this game. And uh, I think they're going to have a chance to. Well, if they, I think you know, I think OU makes one more play in the end. You know what the key is, Carson? They stop. They stop hurts. I mean, yeah, obviously, that's, that's the key. Duh. <laughs> Why are you both, even asking me that question? They, they both were like, "Are is this a real question? Like, are you serious?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great stuff. Okay, hopefully, I will see you on Saturday night in Stillwater. Our travel plans are a little up in the air, but uh, still planning on coming. So. Uh, that should be fun. It always is, even when it's uh, a blowout. So, yeah, we'll talk soon. Yeah, and I just want to thank everyone who listens to the show every week. My dad obviously listens every week, but just anyone out there that listens to the show, I want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. You and I have a lot of fun doing this, and yep. uh, if it wasn't for them out here listening, we wouldn't probably be able to keep doing it. So I just want to yeah. thank everybody that listens and wish them a happy Thanksgiving. That's a great call. 289, I think, of these that we've done, which is just a wow. preposterous number and uh we'll have to do something special for number 300 because it's been it's been a fun it's been it's been awesome like uh, you know it, it it's it's great it's uh you know not the like biggest revenue generator of all time it is enough for me to not live in a shed contrary to popular belief but <laughs> we do it a lot because it's just a fun thing to do and it keeps us on our toes and up to date and um yeah, we like hearing from people that uh, that listen to it as well. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Be safe traveling, Carson, and we will talk soon. Sounds good. See ya.